Hi, and welcome to My Words, Our Journey, the podcast. My name is Monty. I'm your host and author. We just finished a short story called The Souls of Willow. I hope you listened. Hope you enjoyed it. We've also had some longer stories, but I've also had, just in the back of my mind, a few real short stories, like maybe three or four chapters, and my chapters can be short. I've kind of put them in the back burner. Um, A couple of them keep rising to the front, so instead of starting a new, longer podcast, we're going to do a one-episode short story. I may have a few of these. I may do them back-to-back. I may spread them out a little bit. Um, But this one is called Tinted Windows. I hope you enjoy. Chapter 1. Detailer is a typical 17-year-old boy. He loves his mom, loved his college football team, and of course, his truck. The Chevy was a 1998, regular cab, S10. It had been his father's, that was his. While it was an older vehicle, you'd never know it by the way, DT, as he was known to his friends, took care of the truck. Weekly cleaning, inside and out, no drinks, never any food, and certainly no smoking in his truck. He parked the lower, lowered red Chevy at a distance from all others when he parked anywhere. That was at school, the mall, movies. Rain, sleet, snow, didn't matter. He was not setting his truck up for a door dang. So, on this particular morning, DT was super excited. He had just been dropped off by his mother at Daryl's window tent and stereo so he could pick up the truck. Daryl had kept it overnight and had done the window tent as a favor to one of his buddies from school. He'd also given DT a small discount since he hadn't thought ahead about taxes when he'd worked out the odd jobs he had done around the neighborhood to get the money to tent the windows. DT worked part-time after school, bagging groceries and stocking shelves at the local market to pay for some of the groceries at the house, and the rest went to walking around money and gas. There had not been enough to save, so he had mowed some lawns, cut down some shrubs, even walked a couple of dogs for the Jacksons, who were out of town for a weekend. It was worth it. The truck looked amazing. The tinted windows on the shiny red truck Black wheels, all he ever wanted. Others could dream and drool over sports cars or the new lifted monster uh, trucks. Nope, for him, he loved everything about his truck. He had fading memories of watching his father work on the truck in their driveway. Sometimes his dad seemed happy to be doing the work. Other times, DT could remember him cursing up a storm about a part not fitting or the genius that designed it so he couldn't get to the part he needed to or the bolt that was just out of reach. Pulling out of Daryl's parking lot, he got a new text, so he stopped and did a quick read. His mom was homesick, and he had promised her he would stop and pick up anything that she needed. It had appeared she needed a Chick-fil-A sandwich and a large waffle fry. Smile crossed his face. That meant she must be feeling better. It was a little out of the way, but he would do anything for his mom. She was his rock, had been before her dad had gotten sick, and certainly was now. His mind was on driving the truck through the school parking lot the next day and the reaction he was sure to get. He was really looking forward to that. Had he stopped completely or he had just rolled through a four-way stop? He could not be sure, but the Camry to his right certainly did not think he had stopped because they were laying on the horn. DT gave the customary sorry half-wave and continued on his way. Nothing was going to ruin his mood today, he thought. Chapter 2. Kim Oliver loved the life she was building for herself, and she would keep telling herself that as she closed the apartment door and headed down the stairs, knowing there was absolutely no way she was going to make it to her meeting this morning on time. 
It was the worst feeling, but one she had felt before. Her husband, Thomas, had worked the overnight again at the hospital. It was not his normal shift, but he was picking up extra hours to help around the house. They had moved into the upscale apartment only a few short months ago, and it was proven to be a little more expensive and a little harder to make ends meet at the end of each month. But neither complained. Working hard was just part of the American dream, they told themselves, and they did love the neighborhood, the walking trails, fountains, and the security they felt living there. Kim had gotten up by the alarm, as usual, had followed her morning routine, and should have been out the door on time. Should have. But life just doesn't always work that way. When opening the door to set the trash outside like she had done numerous times, their new puppy, Razor, had bolted between her legs and made a beeline for the parking lot. Kim had freaked out and had run barefoot after the little rascal. When she finally scooped him up in his arms, in her arms, he must have thought he was in so much trouble. He was shivering. And then, yes, he peed on her newly pressed uniform. And that was what made her late as she walked out of the apartment. Changing would have been quick and easy, if not for the fact that her other uniform was in the hamper, waiting for her, Thomas, to have time to run the washer and dryer. The meeting had started, duties had been given out, and ending when Kim sheepishly entered the room. The chatter that had been going on was gone, and the lone voice from the front barreled, Well, look who's graced us with her presence. Chapter 3. Police Officer Kim Oliver was coming up on the four-way when T.D. was getting honked at. From her vantage point, the red truck with the questionable tent had rolled through the stop sign. On a normal day, she would have had better things to do, more important things to think about, and certainly not have been at this spot at this time on this day. But today, she'd been given the worst detail, punishment for being late, and because of that and her bad morning, that had not gotten any better at this point, she decided why not make someone else's day as bad as hers. No, it wasn't a conscious thing. It was more of a natural reaction. When we're having a bad day or we're unhappy, don't we want others to join us? The saying is, misery loves company, right? The fact that her morning had started off wrong, the fact that she was humiliated in front of her peers, the fact TD may have rolled through a stop sign, and finally, the fact that the tent on the shiny truck may be darker than the state limit. Well, Officer Kimberly Oliver did not hesitate to turn on her lights, pull the truck over, and call in the plate. As she approached the vehicle, she was certain now that the windows were too dark. She could barely see the figure in the driver's seat moving around. Her natural reaction was to unclip her weapon and move her hand to her taser. This was not her part of town. She was last to roll call, and they were short-handed, so she was put in a cruiser by herself. Now it all began to hit her. She could feel eyes upon her as she approached with caution. You in the truck, please slowly lower the window. Kim waited, louder. Please lower the window, now. Then she could hear some of the shouting. It, was it? It seems like it was coming from inside the truck. No way to make out what was being said, but she was sure she had been clear with her instructions. The tent kept her from feeling comfortable enough to move any closer so she took only a couple more steps before she gave the same command for the third time, more shouting from inside the truck. Then, without warning, the driver's door swung open. Shocked, Kim, afraid for her life, at this point drew her weapon and fired one shot. Chapter 4 
a gunshot can be heard from a mile away. Unfortunately, the folks in this neighborhood, where the four-way stop was, they were used to this sound. On too many occasions, at various times of day and night, a random gunshot could be heard. It was not overlooked by the locals. They still kept their heads on a swivel. But when they heard the familiar sound, which wasn't too uncommon, they generally didn't run for cover. This time was no different. It was just past 10.30 a.m. when the shot rang through the streets. One shot that would change the lives for so many. One shot that hit his target, intended or not. T.D. had been yelling from the driver's seat. He could not put down his window. Everyone knew you had to wait at least 24 hours for the tent to set before lowering the window. T.D. was pleading for the officer to understand. He cried, bounced around in the seat, trying to decide what to do. He could not afford to have the window redone if he lowered it. And he knew it would be ruined and his truck would look horrible. He just couldn't put down the window. So he made a decision, just like Kim had, a decision that would change many lives. Opening the door, he heard the shot a split second before everything went dark. T.D. passed away in that moment. A moment he nor Kim could take back. Both at a place and time when neither one would have been there if not for fate, or whatever you believe in. T.D. was going out of his way to get food for his mom. Kim was in the part of town she wasn't familiar with after being made an example of, or whatever the sergeant thought he was doing by calling her out in front of her peers, putting her in a car alone, and giving her, not the roughest part of town, but close. Had the sergeant had a bad morning as well? We'll never know. I'm not going to tell you what happened during the trial. I'll let you decide what Kim is guilty of. I will tell you, T.D.'s mother never recovered. What we do matters. How we treat people matters. What we do or cause through some of our actions or words have consequences. Something to think about next time you want someone to join in your misery. Maybe this fictional story is only meant for me to remind me to not take the path of misery loves company, but to try to do better. But either way, as I said earlier, this story's kind of been on my mind, something that I wanted to get out there. If it helps you, great. If it's just a couple minutes of entertainment, that's good too. And if you're like, hmm, not into these, I want one of my longer stories, journeys, we'll be getting into one of those soon. It's called A Church for Pete. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.